Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. (laughs) Drinking. Hi, I'm Liza. Oh, and I'm Kimmy. And this is a podcast. Called 51 First Dates. Sorry, I was following. I totally just ambushed you. I (laughs) couldn't see you behind our, like, tall new mics. I know. We have new mics, and they're very tall, and, like, it's hard to see eyeballs. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, what's up, guys? Well, hey, guys. You know, I want to just say something off the bat about when we're recording this. First of all, I love you. Thank you. We love you. We can't stop gushing about you. Thank you for the rate, subscribe, reviews. That I'll always say in the wrong order. Thank you for the Instagram follows, the emails, Uh, Facebook True, secret true. Facebook group postings. You all, Facebook yes. messages. I know all about social media. No, I don't. We're fully, we're, we're leaning into the Facebook group today because we had, unfortunately, a guest had a huge family emergency and had to um, tend to that as she should. But also, yeah, we're just, we're, we're recording this a day before the last episode even came out. So we can't yeah. respond to all your thoughts and feels. So sorry, in advance. That's what I just wanted to say. Yes. And also, um... It's, we're doing, <laughs> I feel like we're doing a, like, wing it episode, because we had a guest, we had questions prepped for her, and we had all this stuff, and obviously, of course, she is with her family, as she should be, but we were like, oh, Ooh. what should we talk about? We just totally changed the game last episode. <laughs> yeah, last episode, totally changed the game. Then we wrote in today to the secret Facebook group, being like, just send us your questions, we'll talk about all the things. Totally. And then we're here on a Monday night after the 4th of July, both feeling real ready Good. to go. Like like sunburned. I had a, I have a red stripe down my nose from a. And is it still there? No, okay. I think like you just last night when I went home, I had a red stripe right down the middle of my nose, just from like I think that the sun. I was putting it on and it just didn't oh, meet in the middle, no. and I had the weirdest little um, stripe. I burn like nobody. It's really insane and disgusting. Are you surprised that I'm not burnt? I feel like I put sunscreen on and I still got some color through it, but I'm not tan. burnt. I didn't no, get a burn. it's good. Usually I have to get a burn to get a tan. Yeah, it's just like. Being out in the sun that yeah. much. Listen to us brag about our sun. I mean, <laughs> except for for me, it's not bragging. I was <laughs> in the shade with SPF 50 on. I no. still got burnt because my skin is so stupid. But even just being outdoors, I feel very yes. lucky. Okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> any, put my friend, you know that literally anyone can go outdoors, right? Unless you're like fully <laughs> in prison. Well, I feel like if any of you follow my personal Instagram, I was like putting up all the things. Ooh, ooh, my friend put her Tinder up on the big screen at our 4th of oh, July. Oh, I yeah. saw that. We, Courtney has actually called into the pod before. But she had her Tinder up on the big screen with AirPlay. It was so fun. It was great. I think I saw that. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Great times. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. If we weren't being mean, she was giving like a presentation. It was also someone who had just left the party who we didn't know. Like You can be mean if you're not on a podcast talking. (laughs) That's true. If you're looking on Tinder with your friends and you're not being like a little mean, then what's the point? Yeah. And like, I have under a thousand followers. It's private. We're just... I thought it was funny. There's a lot of, yeah. It's It's an annual tradition. It's the second year in a row we've done that. Um, Anywho. Fun. Fun. So our theme today that we just made up five seconds ago is the weird stuff. The weird stuff. (laughs) We want to talk about, like, all of the very specific. Like, I feel like everybody has a weird thing, and it's a tough thing when you're dating. Like, Sarah... Sarah Winter, friend of the pod, who you've heard it from, um, she has a theory. She has a lot of theories about people, uh, but she has a theory that everyone's got like a serial killer thing 
meaning like everyone's got like one thing that makes them like a super weirdo. Uh, I can't remember what mine was. We did figure it out, but I can't remember what it was. I know what was yours. Um, mm. But like Jeff says that he can't. He can't binge watch TV. He can't watch more than like one episode of TV at a time. Oh yeah. So the can I just yes. backtrack for a second? No, just because sometimes I've been bringing this up a lot. We we brought this up at your birthday, Liza. Like the serial killer trait is like if you were to suddenly be found out as like the Golden State Killer or like a big serial killer, it would be like, oh, I always knew that because she blah blah or blah because blah, blah, blah. he never could binge watch totally. TV. Mine is it, like because I never go pee. I love holding it, but you love holding it too. I do too. I never. I, I like a home bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's bad for our bodies. It's, it's definitely bad, bad for our bodies. We're not going to be able to hold it when we are we're, like, in our 40s. We're going to be peeing ourselves. Diapies. Our, our, like, whatever pee holes got worn out. Yeah. Diapies. Yeah. Our bladders. Our, it's straight up, yeah. like, diaper time. <laughs> like, I was talking to a doctor about this, and it was like, no, don't do that. Not, yeah. like, my doctor, but Oh, yeah, no, it's horrible. Wild. I yeah. also never pee because I never drink water. But I'm trying. That's my, that's since I've turned 30, I'm like, drink water. That's my big 30-year-old difference is how I'm that. trying to hydrate. Um, so, yes, we're all talking about... Like your serial killer trait. Yeah. Yeah. Your very specific, like, like, bizarre thing that makes you, like... Not a serial killer, but... Not a serial weird. killer, but, like, something that someone else would eyebrow raise about yep. at a date. Yeah. So we got a question about this in the Secret Facebook group about... I've mentioned in the past that I have food allergies, and that's definitely not like a yeah, serial killer thing <laughs> that's just an annoying person thing and I can say that because I'm, a, I'm an EpiPen kid don't at me <laughs> but like Liza is, has had true allergies has had to go to the ER within the past year it's very serious I'm one of those like could drop dead per people with the EpiPen like very 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 stupid and annoying and um, it when I was dating it was always, like, a really, really awkward thing to bring up. Like, I would be, you know, at a dinner date with someone, and they would order something that was, like, like almond-crusted trout, and I'd be like, well, like, this or, date isn't going anywhere, because I literally am not going to be able to touch your body, because, like, I will have a reaction from our, our faces being touching. I'm just thinking, have we talked about that yet? How even first... For early kisses with Jeff wasn't there a fun story there with yes yes and I think I've told that story before but like overall the fact that I've like had to stop things a bunch of times like stop anything physical from happening and also let's get to that and let we'll, we'll read the listener yes. question but let's also talk about just because Liza and I have traveled a lot together and this is not this is no shade this is a thing she has to do she has to ask about weird things because you've had the terrible thing happen where things are in things and someone doesn't know and you have to be serious about it and you're so suave and good at it I actually think this is a great you're a great resource for our listener so let that be the first weird thing that's not a serial killer (laughs) just like the weird little shit on first dates where like it's not totally big picture. Where is this going to go? Or any date. Like, just totally. shit comes up that you're like, oh, yeah, I have well, to deal with that. I think that also, like, almost everybody has, like, a body thing. Not, that's a lie. Not almost everybody. But lots of people have body things that, like, do really affect them and have to, like, you know, I don't know, are things that have to be brought up because they have very specific medical needs or they have whatever. Like, you know, I have a friend from college who's epileptic. <laughs> Well, she would always be like, when do I tell someone I'm dating when I'm just, like, straight up epileptic? You know, like, it's a, wow, it's a whole that's thing. Tough. But even outside of body things, like... Yes, weird stuff. And not to get dark, but I'll say it, but so often at the beginning of this podcast, just, like, I get weird about 
what to say about family, parents, because parents totally plural doesn't make sense. Saying mom or my mom or dad, I don't want to like like. I've struggled with that over the past year. Totally. And it's changed, and I still get weird about it. Cause no. It's just weird to say. It's really tough. My dad is here. Totally. But my parents were together. For sure. My mom passed. Yeah. I mean, we. I have a close friend who um, whose uh, only sibling passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's a... Such it's, a question. She's mentioned now, she's like, it's really tricky when people ask if I have siblings. Because, so, you know, it's like... Sometimes she she said Ugh, sometimes she just says cry. no because she's like I don't want to have a whole conversation right. and tell the whole thing and um yeah so well, I know this friend and I'm yeah cry. it's very it's very very hard to yeah. like but yeah anyway but everyone has I think those things that are really difficult to bring up on dates I think like a, a nut allergy is a fucking easy one compared to a lot of people's things yeah. <laughs> I'm like hashtag blessed but. Uh, but gonna... celiacs could get tricky because if you really have it, like, gluten-free gets such a bad rap. Now, like, I don't know. Totally. Like, we made fun of vegetarians. <laughs> Can I bring that up again? <gasps> well, I was dating, I was dating the one year of my, like, 20s that I was really, like, out there dating, whatever. You were, like, when super I was vegan. a vegan. Yeah. And I feel like people treated me like they just had no idea what to do with me. They were like, oh, should we go to Riverside Park and you can, like, graze. Like, they people just, like, had no fucking idea. Well, that... Yeah. Okay. They made a bad joke. But, like... No, that's fair. And I even feel like... No one... Again, I did this one time in my life. Not recently. Because I would look different. Nope. No body shaming here. But the Whole30 or something like that. Where it's just, like, so weird to get a mocktail, but they're like, well, I'm doing this thing. Or not drinking. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, totally. That's not a weird thing, People but if you just sober. don't want to drink. Yeah, yeah. totally. People who this are sober, is, like, it's hard to... It hasn't come up in a while. Yeah. Because I shamed my first date when he wouldn't drink. You've never gone on a date with anyone who's, like, doesn't drink at all. No. That, okay. That's what was weird about the first date this entire podcast was... Sorry, I just realized we should probably disclaim no date this week, but you know why. I mean, everything's good. Okay. <laughs> he just didn't drink on Sundays because we had had yeah. plans for drinks prior. And yeah. And I saw him at Surf Lodge. So, yeah. like drinking on a table kind of thing. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, well, let's start with the weird stuff. Let's start with the first weird stuff. I was going to see if there was a... I feel like weird stuff could cover anything from, like, like I said, like, body, physical stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. might affect the way you hang out or whatever, to, like, very specific, like, life choices. Yeah. Or even, like, what if you really suddenly have to doo-doo? <laughs> like, like, sick doo-doo. Totally. Totally. I've like heard those bad dates. Like, I don't know. Or, like, oh, throw totally. up. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was talking on the fourth to one of Jeff's friends who, um, at one point, was on, like, a, in, like, a tiny cabin that was one room and, like, a bathroom that was set up with his girlfriend for, like, a weekend. Mm-hmm. And they both got food poisoned. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was just, like, you know, I feel like that day and night, like, existed in a different plane. And we just both, mm. like, because they were both so disgusting, they both have been able to, like, completely ignore it. Are they still together? Yeah, they're, like, no fully shit. in love. Yeah. No shit. You yeah. can't go through that together and oh, stay together yeah. and not be together. Now. I've had food poisoning around Jeff once, and it was horrible. I threw up in bed while I was asleep. Oh, I no. woke up throwing up. It was, like, so disgusting. It's rough. 
Yeah. But the thing about food poisoning is it's really lonely. I've had food poisoning alone. I texted every single person on my phone. Like, you're just, everything's happening. I'm on my bathroom floor. Just oh, like, totally. Sp- like, sprawled, like, so, so. Just, I'm, you feel like you're dying. Oh, yeah. So, and also, it's like, nice to have someone there. There's never been a time when I needed sympathy more. I just needed someone to, like, every 10 minutes be like, you poor thing, how are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, it, I was like, I just need it. Like, I'm usually, when I'm sick, I'm pretty, like, Leave me alone. Like, I'm yeah. fine on my own, but something about food poisoning was, it's, like... It's different. I literally need... So your body's exiting Totally. You. Yeah. Coming from... Bleh. Oh, my God. Horrible. So let's start. How do you deal with food allergies? What do you think, Liza? I want to let you take this one. Um, I'm always really self-deprecating about absolutely everything, but especially allergies, including when I'm, like, talking to waiters. Um, I think it's... I think it's when you have like a weird body thing and again lots of people have like much more serious stuff that they have to talk about in ways that are like a lot more challenging you could literally die but you could also seem like a a particular person yeah well it's tough now because i think i get a lot of questions from people i don't know or when i was dating people people i was out with or like in college from um the worst was in college when i would go to frat parties Mm -hmm. and i would like be about to make out with someone and I'd have to like ask them if they had had nuts that day I'd be drunk and a bunch of times I didn't but it was like very risky because like a lot of people die from kissing someone who's eaten nuts recently mm-hmm. like it's really com- it's not really common but it does like happen my allergist always warned me about it when I was a kid and I was like so I think I'm always really self-deprecating about it. I'm always like, I'm the worst. But I also get a lot of people who are like, well, are you really allergic? Because, you know? Cause like, nuts are the thing. They're the, like, the thing that people now are like, oh, when I was young, we could have peanut butter sandwiches at school. Totally. You know, like. Which, but, like, same. I didn't set at a peanut-free table. That didn't exist. I oh, was they just had like. That oh, I don't know. Yeah. But, okay, say what you're allergic to. I'm just thinking. If I were a listener, I'd really want to know. Not all nuts. Sorry. Peanuts and tree nuts. Uh, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, citrus seeds, eggplant, um, coconut, which is also a seed. It's like lots of varied seeds. Mm-hmm. Think about drinks. Think about, mm-hmm. sorry, just because I know it well. And I'm always weirdly like, yeah, I did it on the podcast. I'm like, no, 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 she really is allergic. Because I just never yeah. want you to feel uncomfortable and I want to be the annoying one. No, I'm always but- telling everyone. And like, it's also now, I, I literally jokingly call Jeff my service dog. Jeff will get really like aggressive with like, not aggressive, but he's always like, He's always like, if they, if we're at some place and like a waiter like dismisses me, he'll be like, wait, wait, did you hear? Are you like he's very like, yeah, which is very sweet, but um, it's really sweet. So think back to some dates. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with it on a first date? Even just starting with the ordering before the kissing. Well, Unless you kiss usually order. I order. Um, when I'm ordering, like I'll order my food and I'll be like. Sometimes it comes up early if there's any talk of splitting. He'll be like, do you want to split this? And I'll be like, oh, my God, I'd love to, but I can't because mm-hmm. I have much to this thing. It's very stupid and annoying. And then if that doesn't happen, like, when I order, it'll come up. And then I have to, um, you know, tell the waiter what's going on. And then, like, as soon as the waiter walks away and we're done ordering, like, that's the immediate conversation for, yeah. like, the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Which I'm just, like, used to. And honestly, like, when I was going on dinner dates with people, I would, I kind of liked it because I was like, I got jokes about this. Yeah. Like, I can, like, you know, it was, like, almost a guaranteed, like, conversational buffer because I knew they were going to bring it up. I knew they were going to ask. I know what questions I'm going to get asked. So I was like, how did you find out? Have you been to the hospital? Have you taken your pen? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what happens when you have a reaction? What does it feel like? Whatever. Um, 
so I like liked part of it. I like part kind of liked having the conversation because of that. But then I, there were people who I would date, like my ex boyfriend. Maybe like the third time we went out to dinner, he ordered something really nutty, and he knew I had food allergies, and he like knew and whatever. But then we. Um, went out to a bar after and he was like, you know, moved in to kiss me. And I was like, oh, I can't kiss you because you ate all these nuts and whatever. And he was like, why didn't you say something? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like you already knew I had an allergy and I didn't want to be like, be presumptuous and be like, oh, like you might want to kiss me later. Like, so why don't you order something that you don't want? Like the same yeah, thing is like, it's a bummer. That's true. I'm having two thoughts. My first one is that we both loved Hannah Gadsby's special. Yes. Annette. And I'm just thinking <laughs> your life would be in danger. Like, being self-deprecating is the cool move to me. I'm like, yeah, totally, what you do. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, my God. So everyone should watch that, first of all, on Netflix. Watch it now. Yeah, it... Turn this off. I mean... After you rate subscribe. If you, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, like, sorry, just in case you missed Kimmy saying it, Hannah Gadsby is an Australian stand-up comedian. She did a special called Nanette, which is currently on Netflix, and it's the it's the best stand-up comedy special I've ever seen. It's not even a stand-up comedy special. It's better than that. Uh, it reminds me, and it's so different, of Hassan Minaj's. It's just like, yes. it feels different. It just totally, totally makes you think about things differently. And it's even more extreme. I've yeah. never, it felt like I said, it was like Taylor Mac or like a performance art. I'm really going down the No, fully. The it New does York niche, feel like, like a different art form than stand-up. Because yeah. at first, I'll be honest, I was like, this is really fucking funny mm-hmm. and good. But like, what, what? And then I was like, oh, my God, now I'm never going to not cry or think differently again. And yeah. look at me like it's, oh, man. But there's a lot about self-deprecation and what you do. And I love where yeah. that goes. Self-deprecation, I think, is the right move. I'm like, yeah. But it also kind of weirdly is like a microcosm of being the chill girl. Totally. I need to, ch- I would like to be less self-deprecating generally since watching that special. Because yeah. it is a way of minimizing yourself. <laughs> and... Like, I like myself, and I like who I am and, like, what I do. And, like, I think I'm, you know, and oh, I think I'm better than I usually, like, deprecate myself to too. be. Yeah, we, yeah. This happened at the fourth. Someone was like, oh, give Kimmy one way to bring herself down. She's going to do it. Like, I was like, well, no. you know, I, I don't know yeah. what I'm saying. But I was like, feel called out. But it was important. Yeah. We like, both it was, do it a lot. It was very, like, oh, give yourself a break. Yeah, we both do. And I also do think that's where, like women being funny has got not that mm-hmm. word like that but i just mean like it's a lot a lot of women do it when they're just trying to be fun totally but my thought is also just like sorry i just want to get this out and see if you think i'm being totally weird for the connection but like let's say this listener it's like even a less extreme food allergy or literally just being gluten-free and maybe not even celiacs or like anything that one could like be poked fun of in a meme you know yeah or a whole 30 or whatever it is we keep talking about open communication and just being yourself on a first date. I weirdly am like, ugh, I know I would try to, like, be cool about it if yeah. it's for me. Or just literally, if I was doing all 30, just, like, fucking drink. Because I did drink when I did it. So I didn't fully do it. Or, like, eat the thing just for... Th- but almost it's like, well, another way to not weed people out. But, like, if you're just in your body and saying what's true, like, oh, hey. You can say, like, this is weird, but I have this allergy and it's serious. I gotta... Totally. Person who's judging you is like not a good person. Totally, to do, I feel like owning your weird shit is like kind of good, and like it's attractive too. If it's I was so attractive, <laughs> even when it's your hurting teeth, like that yeah. date early on. But like you know, I feel like other things have come up where it's like, oh, I once dated a vegetarian. We talked about this, but then he started. Wow, it's a loud. That's like a horn. I've never heard a horn in your apartment. Yeah. Train. Yeah. <laughs> um. um 
Oh, he ended up starting to eat meat, so I was like, mm-hmm. This was pre-pod. Yeah. Um, but I didn't judge him. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Like, it would have been weirder if he, like, pretended to eat meat for a night, and then it, he was, like, throwing it down on the ground or something and, like, just eating the bun of his burger. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah. like, just, like... No, I think owning your weird shit confidently is good. Because it's literally, I'm just thinking it now because I can hear the vegetarians coming for us again. It's not weird to be a vegetarian. It's probably... It's not weird at all. Yeah. should be the norm. Like, totally. having an allergy is not weird. Wanting to do healthy things well, for your body, even I, if they're weird I trends. I think when I say weird, I mean, like, unusual. Yes. Like, the, the thing that you, you... It's fewer people are X. Fewer people are... Seriously, shit. Fewer people yes. are sober. Fewer people are vegetarians. Although being vegetarian is like pretty common. No, no, um, no. I know we're so scared. <laughs> Sorry, so scared. vegetarians. Don't fucking come past. No, and I, I wasn't calling is, you at out. At least they won't kill us because no killing. They love animals. Yeah. Um. No, no. no I just was thinking out loud because I agree yeah, with you completely. Like yeah. the unusual. I was like, oh my god. What are like? Do you have any friends or friends, significant others who like? They have super weird stuff. Shit. That's that, like, a great question. And what is it? Um, it looks like, you know, I'm blanking. I need to think about this. Has to be home by midnight or she'll turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really, I'm blanking. Do you? Um, I mean, I feel like I just keep thinking of health things. Same. <laughs> but like, you know. My best friend's wife is diabetic, and that's, like, mm-hmm. she's type 1 diabetic. That's really hard, because mm-hmm. that's, like, a really, really, you really have to, it's a lot of energy to maintain. It's a lot of energy, it's a lot of work to maintain. You have to do it. But. My weird thing was having a podcast. <laughs> and that my, I don't have mom Yeah, anymore. that's true. Um, and then, I'm just trying to think of what weird things, like, friends have that aren't health. Ooh, Sarah has another weird one. (laughs) She can't eat, like, white creamy sauces. So does Katie, who's also guested on the pod. Like, no, let's explain this reviewable, because this is very particular. No white creamy sauces, yeah. Like, like, no, like, anything, aioli's, anything, it doesn't even have to be white. Yeah. Mayo-based, it's like, yeah. But then, like, yogurt or ice cream are okay. Totally. Which is very confusing to me, but... No judgment. I've already judged to her face, so it's fine. I mean, that's truly weird. Like, that might be yeah. both of their cereal killer Because that's, thing. like, a weird thing to bring up, because you can't be like, I'm allergic to it. You yeah. should say you're allergic to it. No, don't. I feel very strongly anti-people saying they're that's allergic to it. That's true. You're right. Mind. That's no great but point. Great also, point. I was just thinking when people do that with, like, cilantro or something, yeah. which is not cool. Um, But, yeah, that's a weird one. I feel like the, the preference thing... Like, weird preferences Mm -hmm. is weird in dating because it's, like, it is a preference. Like, my thing with really loud bars, where I'm, like, I would almost rather not, I not almost rather, I would rather, like, not go or not Mm -hmm. go out. Because I'm, like, I I just straight up can't enjoy it. Because I'm, like, I can't hear anything and it is painful after a while. Yeah. Are there any weird things that would be, like, deal breakers for you? Yeah, deal breakers are fun and we never do them. Let's think of some. Let's throw some out there. If someone's serial killer thing was that they were an actual serial killer, yeah. that would be totally deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Um, oh boy, I'm literally gonna Google them. No, no, no. Okay, what if someone still lived with their ex for like New York rent purposes? Oof. Um, even like, would you even go on a first date? Would you even get him? I would go on a first date, but I think like. Then I'd be like, yeah, I like you. 
I feel like I go on the first dates to decide how much I like them and then be like, look, why don't you call me when you get your own place? Like, it's too much bagage yeah. for me. No, I think that's smart. What about I, you? I, I would not either. Okay. It's too much. If you're still living with the person, I understand how rents are, but it's... Every friend I've known who's, who's done that, most of them haven't dated right yeah. away because they've just waited. So I think, like, if you're... I just... It, but it always means that there's still something weird happening. Totally. It is not fully resolved. What if someone lived with their parents? Like, at our age. Not, like... Not And not for, like, a stint because they're going to, for let's say, business school. And they're, totally. like, taking a break. Or, there. like, they have a sick family member. Or, mm-hmm. like, there's oh my God, obvious yeah, reasons Christ. why, like, you, if you live with your parents, you're a fucking angel. Or you're smart because you're saving money. But I mean, like... Yeah. I'm reminded of... I'm rewatching Sex and the City and I'm dying for us. To, I'm dying for you to rewatch the first season and us talk about Oh, things. my God. I've, like, could probably talk about all the episodes because I've seen them all a lot of I times. know that's not this podcast, but that has everything to do with dating. Like, within yeah. the first episode, a million things that our listeners write it about are considered. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's so timely. Dude, this is going to sound insane, but I'm, on, I'm currently watching Golden Girls because I'm preparing for a drag show that I'm seeing on August 2nd. <laughs> Where my favorite drag queen of all time, Alaska Alaska Thunderfuck 5000, does a Golden Girls review where she plays all the Golden Girls. And I oh, that's important. watched Golden Girls like in syndication when I was a kid, like on yeah, TNT I don't or whatever. Like I know yes. But I was like, I need like refresher. It's all on Hulu. So I'm watching Golden Girls to fall asleep. And I have to tell you and tell all the listeners out there, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It holds up. It's funny. It's like... I love I love like a classic sitcom with two sets. There's literally like a living room and a dining yeah, room, yeah. and that's like the whole, sorry, a living room and a kitchen, and that's the whole thing. And it's just four characters, and like I am loving it. But they're all single. All four of these like older ladies are single. So like the OG, yeah, SATC, yeah, and they all have. It's very similar with like they all have very different personalities, and you're like definitely you're somebody's a this or somebody's a that. Like mm-hmm. you're a Rose, like <laughs> I am definitely a Dorothy, like whatever. Um, but it's so many times that I'm watching, I'm like, oh my god, problems have always been the same. Even these women who like, it's like in the mid '80s, white women problems in Miami, but yes, yes, definitely they are. All very no, no, no. But that's the thing. Once you can get past that, these shows are still so feminist. Well, it's just like these guys are dicking them around, mm-hmm. even like in their 60s. Like they're just like, they're trying to, you know, deal with their exes. But it's like, I'm just like, so many times I'm, when watching Golden Girls, I've been like, oh my God, dating. Yeah. Yeah. Dating. All of that. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say that episode where Carrie finds out that they're eating KFC at, like, a beautiful Central Park. Yes. When they're getting Central high. Park. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, either, either any part of that view on Central Park. And they're getting high, and then the parents, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, for our younger listeners, like, no. Early 20s with people nowadays. Yeah. But, like, at my age, yeah, for me it really would be. A jailbreaker. Yeah. But it wouldn't if you were younger. I don't know. I mean, so many people who live know. with their parents after college. Right, if they that go seems away to normal. It's like yeah, I'm I'm about to be thirty. Yeah, it feels different, especially if he was older. Jeff was living with his parents when we first started dating. I was going to say, and I actually have a friend who he's like in between when he is younger. Yeah, which I in like the sweetest. Um, oh, and his friend was on the pod. Uh, my date, my date number, whatever. Billy, we called him Billy, yes. and he was yep. a gem. Yeah. Yep. 
um, his friend, and Gems, Gems Lauren, I've never seen my friend this happy. Um, well, at least on Instagram. I haven't met him yet. I've only met his friend. But, like, I think, like, you know, uh, we're both generally single. But I think I think he's in a stage where he's, like, it. But again, if it's, like, temporary, that's different. Yes. If it seems like it's never-ending, I think it's situational. For me, it's a deal breaker. Totally. I'm just going to be honest. No, I think it's fine. I was, like, not obsessed with it when I was yeah. dating someone who lived at home. Because also, he was over a lot, and I was kind of like, I want you to be here because you want to be here, not because it's, like, a convenient crash pad. Interesting. Which he was like... He was like, they're both... <laughs> he was very honest. He was like, yes. it's mostly because I want to be here, and sometimes it's because it's convenient. Like, you know, uh-huh. if that is what it is. Like, I can be here less if you want me to. And I was like, well, I don't want that either. And then he's like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It worked out. But it was... It, that definitely did come up. Yeah. That's interesting. I was just reminded of a terrible date I was witness to on the 5th of July this year in Westport, Oh, Connecticut. yeah? Yes. Um, at a Mexican spot, oh, it's a bar taco. They're a chain. I've yeah, yeah, So yeah, they're yeah. like, like I just like the margaritas there. I was sitting with date 13 at a bar, and we overheard this whole first date ha- go down. It was like, I was like, oh, those were the dates that were bad. He was not doing anything wrong. He would not stop talking. And it was like next level mansplaining. But he didn't know. It. I felt like sad. At one point, he even was like, well, I know I keep talking, but you could just see. I keep talking about myself, and then you could just see her face just... Like, I'll give it to you. How old did he seem? 26, 27. Okay. Like, younger. They were probably younger. Okay. Um, He was there first, too, so I didn't realize it was about to be a date. Yeah. And then I saw a hug. I was like, but then you could immediately tell. And over here, and because they were just right around the corner of the bar from us. And he, like, at one point, this is my best example. Like, I don't think, he's not, like, a writer. He didn't have any. So this would be, like, a deal breaker for me. Or he, like, worked on books. He's clearly not. He told her, because she wants to get into writing, like, that she should send her voice notes. Just start voice noting. He was, she was not asking, how should I start my writing career? Yeah. Make a voice note of what you want to write. Send it away to one of those services and have it come back. And then it's, like, written for you. I was, like, as one who gets paid to write not the best shit on the internet, but who gets paid to write on the internet, like, No. No, 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 no. Well, that's also that thing that, like, mansplainers believe, which is that, like, every thought and word they say or they have or say inherently has so much value that it can't be, like, thrown away. It has to be recorded. It must be nice to feel that way about oneself. And I was almost like, dude, if you just shut up and ask her a question, because he was, like, good looking. It reminded me literally of some dates that I had been on. Yeah. And it was like, and it could have gone the other way. Literally, if a woman was behaving that way, I would feel the same thing. Or two women on a date and one was more that way. But it was another thing where, like, she did ask him, like, what he thought of some TV show. I heard this less and, like, got the the deets on it after. Yeah. we were like, what the fuck was that? And he clearly had, like, seen maybe half an episode and was like, instead of just being like, oh, I haven't really seen it all, because they clearly had talked about it earlier or something, like, on an app or a text. And he started just, like, well, I don't know if I can really give my input because why Why would we give our input on other people? Like, some bullshit, like, no, 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 it's okay to talk about TV and if you like it or not. Or, like, if you both say you watch this whole first season, some sci-fi show, yeah. I forget. Anyway, sorry. Those were, like, I just feel like I heard some, like, his deal breakers in action. They're just, like, like lying. Like, his weird thing was that he sucks. <laughs> yeah, just in attention to detail. Yeah, Okay. Let me think, any other, like, true weird thing deal breakers? I'm trying to think if any other listeners asked about weird things. 
Um, I actually think we have a, a not first date weird thing in the weird, like, texting forever. Yeah. Could we could read that. What do you think? I think we talked about that kind of recently, didn't we? Okay. The, like, how to stop yes. a text thread. I just know, but this... Okay, that's a good People point. People who want to talk all, text always. No, the guy who, like, isn't making a third date but keeps texting her once a day. Oh, yeah. The, like... That might not be it. I just need to pull this up again. X, we'll X this out. We'll X this out. Um, okay. We could go deeper and deeper into deal breakers. I kind of think because with my move coming up, Liza, that we could, like, you know, just research and have some funny ones to ask each other and have a really good time doing that. Yes. So stay tuned, listeners. And you can throw them out, too. Um, not the normal ones, like the weird ones, like, that actually come the up. The weird things. Tell us the weird things of people you've dated the and whether things. or not they were deal breakers. Yep. Theme. I love this. And now we'll just get back to you beautiful listeners who've just given us things to talk about by asking questions on the pod. Um, or the, sorry, on the book, the Facebook. So had a first date last night and it went fine. It was one of those things where you can immediately tell that the guy's really quiet and awkward and you sort of have to pull up your big girl pants and be the one to drive conversation all night and keep things loose. It was pretty hard to do that last night though because I've been over socializing lately and just wanted a laid back, easygoing time. It's hard to be the only one driving the train for two plus hours. Oh my God. Yes, it is. I agree. being in that situation. That's a deal breaker for me. Oh yeah. And it's like, so no real question for me and definitely something you touched on before, but it'd be cool to hear your perspectives. It feels, I don't know, kind of rude sometimes or immature when guys who are quiet are just sort of default to that because they assume the girl will take the reins. Like, I don't feel as though women get a free pass to be quiet and awkward in the same way. Interesting. I'm not even sure. Uh, That was me. We have to be the proactive ones making the plans and holding an interesting combo. And another listener said this is extremely relatable. So interesting. That last part I think we can unpack a little more because I think it's per guy, per girl. You know? I feel like, I mean, obviously it's generalizations, but I actually kind of agree with her that a lot of times men default to women to like um keep social like the social ball rolling forward Mm, i would say like more often and i have theories on this this is my sober feminism i think that like (laughs) a lot of men uh their association with femininity is that it is like a zone of um, I think a lot of men, uh, because, like, their relationships with each other uh, can be, like, less feelingsy, less emotional. Again, like, big, broad strokes. Not every man is like this. Lots of men have, like, beautiful, meaningful friendships with each other, like, meaningful r- friendships with their brothers, with their, like, male family members. It's not all the time. But I think often, like, male friendship can be a little bit, like, about doing stuff together rather than, like, um, communicating or engaging emotionally, which I think is, like, really what female friendship is often about. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that men get a lot of that, like, emotional engagement from the women in their lives, their mothers, their sisters, their girlfriends, their female friends. So I think that sometimes there's this, like, reliance on women and femininity to be, like, the the caretakers. Mm -hmm. And that can mean a lot of different things, but I think that it can also mean, like, the care of like the social situation like women driving the conversation um uh keeping things rolling like making sure everyone's feeling comfortable that makes sense um i totally see that now it's funny i just talked about the guy who wouldn't stop talking yeah i mean but it's obviously that happens all the time too it's like and also like there's i i'm think that there's a lot i tend to see a lot more introverted men um than like 
I would venture, I guess there's more introverted men than introverted women, probably because we're taught to (laughs) express ourselves emotionally and men aren't, which like is a bummer for men. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the reasons I really like being a woman is that I've always been encouraged to talk about how I feel. And I love talking about how I feel and I love feelings and I love emotions and I think they're important and like a beautiful part of being alive. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's a a real disservice we do to men and like young boys when we tell them to like man up or not express themselves. Um, but I think that, oh my God, there's just beautiful, this is real sober feminism. There's this beautiful scene in, uh, Virginia Woolf's book, To the Lighthouse, where she, like the protagonist that she's, you're inside her head the whole book. Um, I think, are you? Uh, she's hosting a dinner party and you basically like are in her head and you're seeing how she feels about everyone at the dinner party and how she thinks the dinner party is going and how she feels she needs to behave as a hostess and like the anxiety it's causing her to like keep everything moving. Mm-hmm. And when I read mm-hmm. it, I was like, Oh my God, that's how I feel all yeah. the time. Wait, what? I don't think I read that. Would it ever be? That's so familiar that that scene. Maybe you yeah. just told me about it, but that's relatable and I haven't even read it. Oh my God. It's like when I read it, I was like, this is how it feels to me to be a woman. That I have to, like, worry a little bit about everything that's happening all the time. I still feel that way. I feel worried. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's fair. But I think that, like, sometimes I think that men kind of hand that duty over to us because... And unconsciously sometimes. Yeah, because they see women caretaking for Mm -hmm. rooms Mm -hmm. and, like, therefore handling... I don't know. I also just know a lot of quiet men. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's fair. And I think it's fair, like, just, like... We had a lot of women talk about plans and plans being wishy-washy, even though, like, we then talk about what men should or we expect on a first date or making plans. Like, again, and again, I'm so sorry that we continue to be so heteronormative in a lot of these conversations. But just, like, in thinking about, yeah, male, female, straight dating, I can see that actually happening more than... I'm like, that didn't really happen to me, but I was always steering or worrying. But I was just doing that automatically. Well, I think you do that so naturally. Like, for me, it's not quite as natural. Mm-hmm. So it feels more difficult or, like, anxiety-provoking yeah. for me. Um, but so you, it's very part of, like, your personality. Interesting. And I think my other thought is just, like, if you feel, like, yeah, fucking sucks. If you feel like the, you're driving the date, the train of the date for two hours and over... It's that same thing if we go back to our episode of, like, how to get out. Not that you needed to get out, because you may have been having a fine time, but, like, it sounds kind of exhausting. And that's, yeah. like, a date where you don't have to go on a second one if you totally. don't want. You said it was fine. Totally. Like, usually I'd encourage that, and then maybe it's his nerves. Okay, maybe you should. Do you, but, like, I I just don't, don't apologize for feeling exhausted after that. Well, I think ultimately, like, on any date in any, like, romantic situation or, like, in any other friendship situation, you want to feel some kind of, like, reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, like, an awkward date, you want to feel like at least you're both there playing catch with each other. Yeah. You know? You don't want to no. feel like you're, like, you know, spiking the ball and then running to the other side of the net and spiking it's it back. Spiking. I'm doing a lot of mixed sports metaphors. I like it. I like it, though, because I felt more like the, oh, we both know that this is um, slowing. Yeah. And, okay, like, why are we still doing this? It's so different than if you feel like you're spiking. <laughs> like spike, spike, spike. Like dodgeball. I feel more like when you're playing volleyball, volleyball with yourself, yeah, you know, where you're like, what's it called? I played volleyball. I was on the volleyball team for two years and I don't know what it's called. When you put your hands together, bump. When you bump the ball, like, mm-hmm. then, you know, how you could play volleyball with yourself no, no. for like out. Like, yeah, I mean, that's true. If you're skilled. That's maybe the, we have to expand on the volleyball metaphor. That's good. 
like yeah yeah or maybe just the sports metaphors metaphors (laughs) generally I'm like yeah you don't want to be okay that's fun that's fun I have been negging everybody about the world cup just because look (laughs) you can at me about this I don't understand soccer I just did you ever play it yeah but I staged a fucking protest because I didn't want to play it, and I, my mom let me quit. Sarah always makes fun of me for liking guys who like soccer. I'm just, I just, I love it. it. It's the he, World no. Cup. Everyone's excited. I like the spirit around it. And here's the thing: is I know why I'm wrong because everybody in the world likes soccer, so I accept that I'm in the wrong. But you're in, but like, like we can't even get in the World Cup. I'm, yeah. Like, but for me, I'm like. I need a game where people fucking score because mm. I don't want to walk away and walk back an hour later and be like, oh, it's still 1-1. Cool. I like, like that nobody is bad looking. People might not, not all be beautiful, totally. but no, a lot of I can are. appreciate that. And also, like, okay, if someone will please write in and explain to me, like, the, the art of soccer, because I know it's there. Again, I, I really want it to, I want my eyes to be open to soccer. But I've been negging my whole family a lot on soccer, mostly because I just like to be a little bit of a dick. But, like, I was around my family this whole weekend, and everyone was really into soccer and watching soccer and whatever. And I kept leaving and coming back and being like, still, oh, it's (laughs) 1-1. Just to be a dick. Yeah, no, 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 that's fair. That's fair. You won't hear soccer soccer metaphors from me because I don't understand it yet, but explain it to me. And and people, like, wake up at fucking 4 a.m. to watch. You were, like, the Premier League, whatever that, like... People who love soccer also tend to, like, play it or had played it yes. in a more serious way than I did. Well, that's, like, but the only person who's really explained it in a way that makes sense is, like, yeah, that, like, you it's... love the game. There's such an art of, like, the way the team works together mm-hmm. to, like, move the ball. And I'm like, okay. And it's so athletic. Like, even playing soccer I mean, that's, when you're yeah. younger is really athletic. Totally. I'm looking for, like, if we have a worse first, we can close. Yeah, that's perfect. So, uh, yeah, so you're not going to be hearing soccer metaphors from me so unless no I start understanding it. Why, what, is, what is the World Cup of dating to you? That's like a... The World Cup of dating is like, um, I think the World Cup of dating of is your 20s. Yeah, yeah, the World Cup of dating. <laughs> Just like people are Everyone's getting knocked it. out of the game as they get engaged and they're, you know, yep. whatever, I don't know. And like, why is everyone talking about this? It's not as fun as they say it is. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. This is the worst first date from a listener, uh, and she also wrote in um, good first date story, but I'm going to skip it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's actually, like, really cute and good people exist. We'll save it for the roundup. Yeah. Send your dates in, guys. Oh, and, yeah. Send us your worst And we, lo- we know there are some we haven't read. Sometimes it's just, like, it's hard lengthwise, or we don't know what we'll get to, or, like, tonight we're going to totally. have a guest. So- if, even if you send it, you can send it and just, like, shorten it a little. It doesn't have to be perfectly written. Totally. Just sometimes it's a time length thing. Totally. If you keep it short, we do have some that we're like, oh, we don't, you know, this is a really great story, but it's, like, going to take a long time to read and we don't, you know, we've been talking forever. And blah, blah. So, okay. Um, but this is a this is a great example of length, snappiness, and, and uh, fun story. I'm excited. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I feel bad for skipping the good. It's like, these people we'll, exist. We'll do it on All a right. roundup. We'll do it on Here a roundup. Here we go. Uh, first Bumble date I ever went on with this guy who jokingly was calling me his little sister and had expressly stated that he wanted to be just friends because I was too much younger than him. Um, don't swipe on me. And then in parentheses, she says, don't swipe on me if I'm too young. Cough, cough. (laughs) But I was pretty fresh off my breakup and I, so I didn't think much of it. We go get a drink at an Irish pub and 15 minutes into the date, he gets down on one knee and asks me to be his Bumble girlfriend and kissed me. 
by the way, had also said he had never kissed anyone. No. No, 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 no. So, at this point, I'm very confused, but I'm kind of done. So, we finish our drinks, and I tell him I'm going to walk him back to my car and go home. Um, I'm bisexual, so maybe that's why I'm so chivalrous. Uh, We walk through a park where he tries to push me against a tree and make out with me. Not like a salty, just aggressive... Okay, we've been there. Fair. Um, I sat him down and told him we shouldn't start dates with so many lies. (laughs) Then we get to his car, and as I start to walk away, he calls out my name and says his car won't start. I told him I don't have jumper cables, but he noticed my AAA keychain and asked me to call for him. Somehow he convinces me to call for him and then insists I sit there with him while they come. They took several hours, so it got to be 2 a.m. before they came and fixed his car. Worst date ever. Oh my, oh my god. god. I, I can't. I can't. Oh my god. The fucking That's... triple A. <laughs> oh my god. Like, at that point, and also. Also, okay. like, so it was true that his car wouldn't start. But for a second, I was like, he's lying. Oh yeah. But oh, like, no, but, but obviously, true. like, if triple A came and started it, like, his car wouldn't start. That's true. But can you imagine, like, that being stuck on a horrible first date and then being like, Oh my god! I have to sit here for hours. A very kind person. Yeah, I would have been like sure. night night. But you're right. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're you were communicating and you were just being a good person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely being a good person. I would have been like, oh my dog's in the hospital. Like I would have come no. up with some fucking bullshit well, excuse and left. That sounds a little bit scary, even though I know it wasn't. Yeah, Ugh. this girl Trace. sounds like she would have known. When to get the fuck out. But anyone can not know. That's true. Fuck out. That's Sorry, true. I just don't want to. Nope. You're shade you're anyone. Um, my other thought, okay, there's someone on The Bachelorette this season who's just like, I dated Allie Raisman. I, oh, that's not how he sounds. He's really, really cute, but uh-huh. he like dated the gymnast Allie Raisman okay. through her DMs. He dated a girl from last season. Listen to me now knowing The Bachelorette thing. Look at you. I love just listening to the podcasts around it. Totally. Bachelor Party. It's a ringer podcast. It doesn't need a promotion, but it's really fucking funny. I mean, like, it's worth, like, yeah. even if you don't, I don't keep up. I can't, I'm not watching it right now, yeah. let's say, but I love like all the bullshit after. Totally. Especially because there are guys having absolute fucking meltdowns this year. I and mean, it's just like so It male. is still on TV for a reason because like it is fucking entertaining. I had to cut myself off, but like I will go back at some point. I know I will. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad season, so don't worry. Okay. But this one guy, Colton, he <laughs> literally Colton. has... He looks like a sweet baby blonde angel, but okay. he's definitely lying. He says he's a virgin. There's no fucking way someone who looks like this and who's like dated other people from the and like he slid into Allie Raisin's DMs and then dated. I'm like, yo, dude, you definitely have fucked. Yeah, like, I almost wonder if that's the producers being like, we need a virgin. Yeah, who are we gonna I don't nominate? know. But he he had already slid into Allie Raisin's DMs. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? No, but um. Just like lying, just you're lying. I know you think that might be a good look, but it's not. The one, like, just, just why? Like, like why? Lying, and I know this because I used to be like a pretty epic liar. <laughs> is just a sign of like areas that you're not self confident. I used to lie about shit that I just like didn't like about myself. Yeah, and like cool because like you cute. Know, maybe that was it. Yeah, I want to have a little empathy for the guy now, even though. I mean, he's also, like, on The Bachelor and hot, so oh, it might yeah. be different Oh, no, him. not, I don't care about him. I mean, this guy on the date, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm oh. thinking, like, if you lied about never having, never having, it's different than being, like, I haven't had a lot of sex in my life, or I haven't done a lot of making, I don't know why it didn't even come up. Also, like, why does he think that anyone cares if he's kissed someone? Do you <laughs> want a guy, do you want to kiss a guy who had never kissed anyone? 
No. Was he saying it like it was a good thing? I don't know. But then if you've never kissed anyone, just like throwing her up on the tree, maybe it's real. So deal breaker. <laughs> being a liar. Oh well, yeah. But Your weird thing being oh, is that you're a liar. Someone who has never kissed anybody. Yeah. Deal breaker or not. Just that fact. Not this guy. It sounds like he had seven deal breakers, but... Um, I mean, at our age, deal breaker. Yeah, Sorry. I and know. I feel like a jerk, but then I'm like, what if he got out of a cult? What if he... No, it's true. What if he... Like, there's I mean, lots of stuff. Liza, don't give me that. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's, there's, there could be extenuating circumstances that, like, I could yeah, get I don't want to shame if there's none, anyone. Then deal breaker. I, th- I think here's the part yeah. that actually I didn't specify. Someone announcing that to you. Even if it's true. Or, like, yeah. That part is a real deal breaker for me. Yeah. You gotta just fake it until you make it. Or, or just like maybe second date. Totally. And, but like nobody who hasn't kissed anyone is like throwing a girl up against a tree and like ferociously that's why, no, kissing he's her. Lying. He's fucking lying. I'm just meaning if like if you've been. I just don't want to alienate anyone. If you've been. Okay. Let me think about this. I think my biggest problem with it. Is like the way it was communicated. Like, yes, I'm just gonna tell you on a first date. Well, yeah. here's the thing: is like, and then throw this guy just treat. sounds creepy and strange. So like, if you're not creepy and strange and you've never been kissed, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. Just don't be creepy and strange. Just don't be creepy and strange. Yeah, yeah. On that note, <laughs> don't be creepy and strange, and go on a date. And go on a goddamn date. But first. First, follow oh, us. Sorry, sorry, things. sorry. We sorry. need your dates. Email us your dates. 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Follow us at 51firstdatespod on Instagram. Definitely do the thing where you rate, subscribe, and review. It's so annoying. Why would you ever do that? What the fuck is taking that time? I love... I don't even know if I've done it for Bachelor Party on the regular, and I'm going to do it right now. They don't need it, but I'll give it to them. Yes. But if, if you but like it, helps it even at all. Lot. Even if you don't like it, I don't think it totally hurts. Yes. <laughs> so... Just, just, just let us know. We're here. Um, email us thoughts too. Join that secret Facebook group. And tell us your secrets. Yeah, tell us your weird, your personal weird thing about yourself. Yes, that's important. And then you should go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Bye. Bye. Special shout out and thanks to Jim from Five Ohm for recording our episodes and making us sound pretty. Yes, thank you. And also a big shout out to Anthony also from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.